0: Whoa, yeah. what a start to a recovery podcast. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whatever time it is, you are finding yourselves at the Telling on Ourselves podcast. I'm Vicki. I'm
1: Lynn. And we are... We are Telling on Ourselves, but we have some really exciting news. Yeah? I've been, I've been kind of uh, thinking about it all week, actually. Spill the tea. I will spill my iced tea. <laughs> Um, because I'm a southern girl, and we like it iced. I don't do sugar, though, which is a little bit of an oddity. I was weird. Because you don't I do d-
0: sugar, but do you do sweet?
1: like No sweet tea. Like No, no, no. Okay, so regardless of how I like my tea, I would like to share with everybody that we have an extra person that's now joining us in our normal rotating cast of Telling on Ourselves. So we have a new member of Telling on Ourselves? We do. Oh, what's that member's name? His name is Mark. You may remember him from a few episodes he's joined us with. He is I
2: and I (laughs) am him. And we are so excited.
1: Yes. You know, it was one of those things, Vicky and I both had our our separate thoughts and Mark had a really interesting uh, observation about our dynamic, how we like go through all the scenarios before we even talk to each other. But on our own, we each had a, a scenario about what ifs hmm. and one of them was, wow, it would be really cool if we had another member here, especially somebody that um, seems to really flow with us.
0: Yes, because it's not easy to find a three-way flow
1: Three in is the hard. podcast world. Three is hard. Chemistry. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah, so... Uh, we proposed. S- we he- proposed to him. And yeah. <laughs> he said yes. He well, said, I I'm asked already engaged. I my fiance first, yeah, and
2: she gave <laughs> approval. Yes. He yes. said yes.
0: <laughs> and then Ken played a dirty <laughs> trick on oh, us. Oh, wow. He did.
2: That was great.
0: Oh, that stinker. So he was in the other room napping and uh, came out here, and he had this very serious <laughs> face on, and he came up to us, and he's like... You guys, I have a question for you. I really think that you need another member on, on your podcast, and I,
1: I really think it should be me. And he said, I think it would be really important to have a male perspective, have a little wow. bit of a different energy. Like and Vicki and I looked at each other like, oh, Fuck. Yeah.
2: And I'm like... <laughs> Did it get quiet for a little while? Real oh, quiet.
1: Great. Yeah, Lynn's
0: face was deer in headlights. And I, I just said, well, you're too late because we just asked Mark. You should have told us sooner.
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> and I said, just kidding, JK, JK. I heard you
1: guys talking. That's so Karen right uh, there. So not funny. Yeah, that's so canned. Oh, I felt so bad. It was awkward for yeah. a moment. Yeah, I wanted to, like, crawl into the nearest hole, crack in yeah, the wall thing right. and go, yeah. uh, Vicky, will you handle this now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so so Lynn is one of those that ducks out. Yeah, well, right. Well,
1: sometimes I gotta
2: take a call. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Work I, this out.
1: Perhaps it's because I have to be so direct. On my normally day to day, there's no hedging. I'm very so. I just need a break sometimes, and yeah. I, and I like and I've learned. Lately, like seriously in the last few months, that it's okay to defer. Right, It doesn't always have to be me. So I'm taking that to the nth degree. Now.
0: <laughs> well, I'll tell you. There was something I learned when I was director of business development at my job. And it was, I used to respond to everything immediately. I was a very, you know, with yep. clients, it was a very beneficial thing mostly. Um, also a source of pride. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Or just... Just very, very, very uh, attention to other people. But basically, what I learned as a director, because when you're dealing with sales reps specifically, you get to let them figure themselves out, mm-hmm. right? And when you wait and you do the pause, like we talk about, uh, it's magic. It all works itself out most times. Yep. Well, I paused. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so th- uh, welcome and thank, thank you. you. No, thank I'm you. super, super excited.
0: <clears throat> yeah, tell us what what what's going on. What do you feel like being a member of this all girls band?
2: Yeah, um, no, I, I think um, you know, Number one, it's always been something. Um, I've always enjoyed podcasts. I've always, you know, I think uh, quite a few years ago, I saw the value in this sort of uh, recorded radio. Um, you know uh, kind of uh, technology meets like a- I'm an AM radio guy I've always loved like yes. in traffic it just seems like uh, I can a- allow myself to take in information um, but AM radio isn't very stimulating because it's not typically on the topics uh, and I love that about podcasts where you're getting um, you know whether it be you just look up something like recovery um, and then explore the options um, you know I like I like you guys' banter the chemistry um You know, I I remember I I listened uh, to, like, one of your first episodes, and I knew you guys, and it was weird because it was the first time listening to someone's podcast where I knew them. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, there's always, like, a bias, or there's just this, like, judgy stuff that goes on. But I remember thinking, like, you guys definitely have something, you know. And then um, getting invited to be on, you know, as a guest was super exciting because that went on my bucket list of, like, be a guest on a podcast. Yeah. And then, um, you know, talking with friends and peers and, and people that I've turned on to it, um, I remember the feedback was, wow, that was so great. Like, you can tell you guys really uh, meshed well together. And then like I told you the critique, which was like, yeah, Mark, you talked a lot in that first five minutes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it was like, but then you found your groove and then you guys had fun. And, and then so then, of course, like the second episode, you guys asked me to return and and I'm like, now I'm trying not to talk uh, as much. But I, I just think that um, you guys make this really easy, you know. I, I, and I don't, I'm not saying it is easy, um, but um, you know, making it look, l- making it look so easy, it could be pretty hard. Um, and you guys do a great job at that. And then I was excited about. Um, I don't necessarily know about the male perspective um, because I think we're pretty unisex in here. I mean, I, 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 yeah. I, I just listened to you guys for five minutes, and you said more locker room stuff than I have ever said. Uh, so maybe I will be the female representative in this group. but um, he's
1: gonna be sensitive right. But,
2: <laughs> but but I do think that that we we have lots of each uh, individual assets that we bring, whether it be mental health, whether it be. Uh, Spirituality, whether it be substance use, um, whether it be family, you know, health, home, community, all that stuff. I think uh, it just kind of adding another, um, you know, uh, element to it is. Is I'm excited. So this is definitely. Uh, kind of a little dream come true, and um, I'm really, really grateful that you guys considered me and asked me to do this.
0: Yeah, I, th- I thought, well, I remember after the first time you were on, Ken has been here both times we've recorded with you, mm-hmm. and he was just a am- man. I mean, I have goosebumps just thinking about it. He was like, that was really special. That was really a yeah. special episode. He's like, I love your podcast, but that was special. And then after the second time, he was also very, very much saying that, and it didn't even dawn on me to move that forward until recently, and I was looking at the numbers, and and I, I was like, I went to a meeting, and a friend of ours had said to me, yeah, I love your podcast, I really love the episodes that Mark's on, mm-hmm. and what was a gift, there were two gifts in that. One of them was, it didn't make me feel bad. Mm. Right, Right. it was like, yeah, I know, me too. So it was, it's just those little synchronicities when your body and your mind and your spirit are telling you the same thing. And I said something to Lynn, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, I've been thinking (laughs) the exact same thing." And it just Mm. was kismet.
1: It is, and it's for me to boil it down to the simplest ideas, it's just easy. Mm. And when and when there's when there's ease, we know this. You know, take it easy and let it happen. And it does happen, so that's the magic. And I'm very excited.
0: And we don't know how it's going to change and evolve. We're going to just allow it. Well, this is my opinion. I haven't shared this with them. I'm just sharing it with them right now. But we're going to just see how it goes and where it evolves. And I imagine we'll start infusing more social media into the mix. And we'll start being a little bit more strategic in terms of getting things out there on time. It's been a little clunky for Lynn and I recently. Mm-hmm. So we get to have more consistency yes. and more joy and more more telling on ourselves. So it's yes. really exciting for me personally. And we're not going to change everything, though, because I do have a first thought wrong.
1: Yes, you do. Nice I can't wait. Sir. We haven't heard it yet. I'm No, nope. we haven't heard it. I love to hear other people's voices.
0: And, <laughs> and I haven't even gotten to talk to my sponsor about any of this, so it feels even weirder. Uh, so I will, will ask for honest feedback.
2: Oh, we'll give it. I
0: know. Uh, so I got a call from this lovely young lady named Becca and she asked me if i would be the speaker for district 13's picnic
1: oh nice congratulations yeah.
0: and i she asked it in a voicemail and i immediately immediately went to Everybody's sick of me. They voted for me for the All Chicago open. I've talked so much lately. I don't want to talk. I don't want to take up too much space. Blah, 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 blah. Now, this is exactly the stuff that I'm working on in leadership. These are my those are my walls that mm-hmm. came right up instantaneously. Mm-hmm. Instantaneously. And I I breathed and I prayed and I I said, okay. What am I supposed to do when I'm asked to do something in AA? And I will be honest, that is one of my favorite picnics. It's my district's picnic. Mm -hmm. It's always by my birthday. I've taken my kids there for years. It's just always been wonderful. And the past couple years, it's been kind of awkward for me going to that picnic.
1: However... Plus um, we had COVID too. So yeah, that we had COVID
0: and, you know, just there's been just uh, personal relationship things that I get to work through. But I just called her back and I what I did was the next day and I was driving to Michigan and I said, okay, can you tell me why you asked me? And she said, yeah, of course. And she said... Or I no 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 no. I'm gonna back it up. I said, did you talk to anybody else about this yet? Like anyone else on the committee? She said, yeah, I talked to Ashley, and Ashley. Well, better make sure we can say her name on here. But this this woman I respect and love in the community um, said, yeah, that's great, great idea. So I was like, okay, and then I said, okay. What, why did you ask me? And she told me she respects my recovery and I've always, you know, it's always meant a lot to her. And I believed her. And I said, Well, when AA asked me to do something, I'm supposed to do it. And I said, Yes. And I will say, there's about 30% that still feels awkward. Mm -hmm. But the rest of it, I feel aligned with my higher power. I do get to talk to my sponsor about it. I don't want to back out. I know they have plenty of people that could speak if whatever the case may be. But yeah, that's my first
1: thought wrong. Mm. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. Well, first, I would like to say congratulations on the quick awareness, Mm -hmm. right? Because awareness is always the first step in us working on those things that are still blocking us or or making our, our journey a little more difficult. So kudos for that. And I get it. You know, I get that you would think, oh, everybody's sick of me. But, you know, we learn in AA services like, number one, if someone asks you, it's, you know, if a hand reaches out, we, it's our responsibility to be there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and I, I get all your stuff, but I just say good good for you for taking some time to think about it. The magic pause button, all that good stuff.
2: and I love, too, like, who told you they're sick of you? right like have you heard that once no right 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 and so and then the like the lack of balance where like I mean they're like I'm on fire right now I'm arrogant or I'm like oh you know enough of me enough of me and it's like the universal question like what does this have to do with you? Right, right, right. <laughs> it's not like, oh, I feel like doing it. I don't feel like that. They-
0: it's not about me. Right, Someone right, asked me. Right. And when I really went down to what do I, what have I learned in AA, when mm-hmm. I got out of myself and I asked her that question and I heard her answer, it was really clear what I was supposed to do. Right. And it's an, always an honor to be asked, and it's always not a big deal. Mm-hmm. We think it's a bigger deal than it is. And I know you've been speaking a lot and at some bigger events. And it's um it's super it's super powerful to be able to share with a group of people your story. One thing though that I experienced in all of the any shares that I've ever done is how little what who I am really matters in the moment and what really matters is the connection mm-hmm. between all the people that are there in the mm-hmm. room and what we're all experiencing together and it's it's just sure. for me it's a spiritual experience mm-hmm. today when i allow it to be when i'm in my head and when i'm in my ego and and i think sometimes in a talk and you get to share too sometimes in a talk it you go through all the phases during the talk yeah.
1: Well, and this is also like that other side of ego and pride yeah, right. that tries to hold you down. Right. yeah, You know, and it's good to recognize that going, oh, this is still my ego. Right. It's mm-hmm. my ego that's trying to protect me. I right. say in quotations, it's protecting me, but it's not protecting and it's actually holding you back. And then the other thing I want to say about that is when we are speaking, when we're sharing, whether it's just a share in a regular meeting or if you're doing a lead or if you're a speaker at an event, we don't know what's going to connect with people. We don't know what's going to resonate. But if you're authentic and genuine, and you're being sincere, right. just your experience—not that this is the way it is, but this is just me. Yep. That's that's all. that's ask of us. Right. Yeah. It's not any bigger than that. Right. That's no. all it is. Is just be there, present, and give your right. Well, and and
2: I've had examples like where uh, uh, you gave a lead three two weeks ago, and then someone asked you because they weren't there to give you the lead. That's a good time to pass, right? I mean, we're mm-hmm. we' spirit of rotation, meeting. right yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. but when you're dealing with events or different meetings, right like, there's my perspective It's like,, yeah. um, I'm tired of hearing my story. It's like, yeah, but you were asked, right and that, I think that that's where the honor and privilege part comes in is that it this is a privilege to be asked. And so the honor of following through with that is is to say yes, right. Mm-hmm. And you know, mm-hmm. I think that that that's the best part about, um, you know, uh, at least our opportunity to carry the message is like, it, it's, like you said, it's not, it's not about the message carrier. Like it is, it's the principle of the matter. Like we had the online meetings and there were a lot of people that were very upset about people not being on camera. Mm-hmm. And it was, I got to see a lot of that where Um, You know, we want to, we want to zazz it up. Um, You know, I want to, I don't know, kind of, uh, I want to see who I'm talking to. And and, and I was grateful to kind of get the reminder of that's not the point of this. Like the point is the message. And if that can be conveyed over an audio signal, that's, you know, that is, that's great. It's just as good as someone, you know, on a stage in front of you.
1: It is. And I will say about the whole camera thing the person that des- that makes the decision to keep their camera off that's their decision. Right. That uh, can also be their decision to not really be engaged, to right. be distracted, to be doing. Right. That's not your business. Right. <laughs> right. And because I have the same thing, and it happens in meetings because I do a lot of, you know, Zoom meetings uh, with work. And I get so annoyed. It's like, why did you fucking want to do a video conference if you're not even going to turn your camera on? Right. Well, because they probably have to dock it, you know, and they've got to have that record. But I've I realized that's not about me. Right. You know, I'm showing up and I'm present, and I like to have my camera on. So, done. Right. And that's where that ends.
2: What's well, that? That focusing on yourself, right? I mean, you yeah. know, like, you know, use your own hula hoop. Like, yeah. <laughs> worry about what someone else is doing with their camera.
0: Yeah. My locus of control. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nope. It's in really, your
1: really small. <laughs> yeah. That was a big intro, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, congratulations, and I'm excited. And when is the picnic date? You can tell me later. It's okay. Yeah. Um, But I am excited for you. And and I always love to hear you speak, just Mm -hmm. so you know. Just just so you know. Because every time you speak, it's something different. Well,
0: you get to hear me speak a a lot.
1: (laughs) Again, it's always different. And it's kind of like when we read how it works, like every time something else pops out, it's the same thing. Even if I've heard you a thousand times, every time there's going to be a different message that I get from it. So I don't ever get tired of it. I
2: hear what I'm listening with. Right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh, I like that. You're so smart. Oh yes. <laughs> None
2: of these are original. We've already <laughs> clarified that everything is stolen. Oh,
0: no. Well, we have one more segment. That's a win. Uh who has a win from recently?
2: I have a win? Mm-hmm. Oh man. I didn't even know the win was gonna come up. No, I, I think um I've been getting a lot of wins lately and it's um it just keeps coming back to um the questions, is it necessary? Like, is it kind? Like mm-hmm. I, you know, a lot of text messages where my first thought is wrong, but my first action is correct. and it's it's almost like they're 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 like bosom buddies now. Mm-hmm. First thought wrong mm-hmm. is like taps first right or first thought right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or first action right on the shoulder is like, is your cue? you know, mm-hmm. um, Or these like just kind of constant, I feel like the universe has given me constant opportunities. To not act on the first thought because it's been like just this uh, text message comes in, I go to respond, I'm typing, and a phone call comes in. And like, ev- right, everything in, so, in me wants to finish that message. And I'm lately, I'm really listening to it. So I'm grateful that, like, um, I'm sure it's always been there. <laughs> I just haven't been paying attention. Yeah, and yeah. I think that that's probably my first thought, right? Is um, I feel like I'm paying a lot more attention to. Um, what the universe is Universe's suddenly cues. suggesting.
1: Yeah. I love that. Yeah.
0: Listening to the interruption. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Yep. You know? And and what you said about it's always been there, I just wasn't able it's that that's that mindfulness that right. the what you practice grows stronger. Right. Yep. Yep. Oh, so today cool. our topic um, is actually, I think we did a little Zoom call last week and did some brainstorming for some topics. And I think Mark was in in talking about a bunch of stuff, said this term, and like, oh, that's a good topic. Mm. And it is broadening the term idea of recovery. Right. Um, what does
2: recovery look like? Exactly. Yeah.
1: And because there's no one size fits all. And of course, I did some definitions, nice. uh, recovery definition is being in the process of Overcoming a disorder or shortcoming, mm-hmm. um, and that was the closest I got to what kind of resonated with me, because it is being in the process. You know, recovery is a is not a, a finite. You know, <clears throat> there's no stop and end right. with it. I'm in recovery right. means I'm still working, and then broaden a meaning or term actually had a definition, and it's to make someone understand more and know more about different subjects or ideas. Mm.
2: Yeah. Right. Which is, I mean, teachability, uh-huh. um, you know, growth, change, um, you know, and then I think that um, the action. Right. Like re- recovery is is, is uh, it's not something I can necessarily, you know, hand you. Um, right. It's right. it's that willingness and action um, that sort of we you know, where we get to a place. But I think that's where the attraction comes in with mm-hmm. recovery, because, <laughs> we can scream from the rooftops about recovery, um, but it's a little bit of wasted advertisement. Um, just because uh, genuinely is for people that are ready to seek recovery, right. whatever that capacity could be from video game addiction, social media overuse, um, you know your hot, your diet, health habits, um, you know, mental health, absolutely, and okay. any vices, any. Um, you know, any of too much of something or not enough of something.
1: And when you, you said vices, anything that distracts you from being in your your daily life in those moments, you know, mm-hmm. moment to moment, anything that distracts you or detracts from that, I think, is what I see as... Um, the vice and i don't even well, necessarily like word well for me it's like, like, like word. Yeah.
0: numbing mm-hmm. when i am numbing when i am avoiding feelings when i am avoiding work when i am avoiding relationship when i'm doing any of those things i really feel that's the
1: space where ooh, my, uh, my ism is mm-hmm. popping
0: up and tapping me on the shoulder.
1: Right. I've been following this lady on Instagram, Nicole Neuroscience, and she's a geek and I love her. And a lot of things we've been talking about, um, she's been talking about That's real. I've been focusing on is, Um, our daily life and how we distract ourselves. So what people do, it's like you're working and you got this project you really don't want to do. For me, I've had to cost out a couple of menus, and it's just laborious and boring, Mm -hmm. and I have to sit at a desk, and I hate it. So she said what people do, especially now, is we will look at social media for 10 minutes. That is not letting your brain take a break. So you have to find a way to let your brain take a break. That means breathe, walk, uh, engage in something that's either physical or dark, completely still, you know, even if it, she said two minutes of a dark room breathing will reset your brain. And then you can go back to that task, re-energize and go, okay, I just need to knock this shit out and then I can move on because that's where, and it happened to me this week. It's so funny because I had like X amount of time I I could be in the office and I knew I wasn't going to be disturbed and I needed to get it done. I've been putting it off and I was really doing that. And then I turned off the lights in my office. I had a fan on and my little aromatherapy thing and I I sat there for two minutes. I set a timer on my phone. I said, I'm going to give myself two minutes. And when it was over, I opened my computer and boom. And it was so easy. Right.
0: Well, last night I I had the thought, I was putting on, I listened to Insight Timer for meditations mm-hmm. and I was putting on a meditation and I was scrolling and looking for a meditation and I said to myself, self, why do you have to listen to something? Why can't you just stay quiet? So I did, I stayed quiet for... I don't know. It must have been 30 seconds. And then I found another, I found another meditation because I like it. Yeah. And so there's something there for me because this, that came up last night and this is coming up here. I get to lean into the quiet. Right. And one of the things I did an audit, I did a life audit for my course and my course is ending next weekend. Okay. Lit 8 is over. And one of the things I put on there is I wanted a Day of silence once a month.
2: Mm-hmm. Oof,
0: <laughs> I know, I know. But I really, I'm, and I, I'm going to ease into it, obviously. But that is something I've been really wanting because I have. There are things. Go, there are all kinds of things going on. Yep. So I don't know how that's going to work out. But this is.
1: I think it's awesome.
0: This is my. I just said it out loud. So now she's gonna. She's gonna be
1: accountable. <laughs> Dang it. Crap. Don't I, just, I would that.
2: not do that on July 15th. I won't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the picnic. <laughs>
1: oh, yay, I'll be back. Excellent. Um, so back, bringing all this back to recovery, you know, and broadening the term, the idea, in the process of overcoming right, overcoming something so that we can understand it better and maybe have a different perspective. Right. So that's really what I think about when I think about broadening the term of what recovery is, what my recovery is. Because my recovery started with I needed, I needed to, I had to stop drinking alcohol or mm. it was going to kill me. Yeah. Um, after that, after I was able to overcome that obsession of drinking, and it took a little while, then I could, if I chose to, I could start looking at myself and going, okay, that was just a symptom. So what have I been numbing? What have I been avoiding? What have I been deflecting? What have I been in denial about? And if I chose to do that work, I knew at the end, there's no end, but through that journey, I could have like this brighter, lighter, freer life.
0: Well, and to to piggyback on that, I experienced that, right? And to your point in the beginning, you can't tell anybody how to get well, Mm -hmm. right? We have to experience it. So for me, I heard people say it in the rooms. I read the information. I read the books. I studied the studies, and it was all up in the head, and until I had some wins under my belt mm-hmm. or some, some losses, some mistakes, I couldn't really comprehend it until it got into my, my, my being, I sure. guess.
2: Well, another, another thing to consider with recovery, too, is um, the, the idea of minimizing or reducing something, mm-hmm. um, but it also goes the other way. Um, You know, increasing or maximizing certain things, right? So, I mean, because I think, at least for me as an addict, I think about this removal or this, um, you know, sort of decreasing of substances or, but I mean, with recovery, whether, you know, it be someone that is looking to increase their health, right? So, increase the amount that they walk, increase the amount that they exercise, um, you know, increase the amount of healthy foods. So, it's this like kind of cool recovery math where, It's not just subtraction, Um, you know, and I think that, you know, we've at least I know we've learned a lot in recovery uh, from substances that you can remove something. But it's really important to replace that with something, an adequate solution. Right. And so if it be, um, you know, online shopping is my dopamine or serotonin kick. Um, don't just stop doing that <laughs> mm-hmm. right you know need to seek uh, adequate solutions have for a plan that. right exactly yeah. Yeah. absolutely yeah. Well,
0: yeah put something because the universe doesn't like a vacuum doesn't like yeah. a hole doesn't it work. just sucks things out and what i what i have learned is in the beginning when i first started i keep hearing pam's voice clean out a drawer Go do this. You, giving me healthy things to do to add in to create space for healthy solutions instead of the choice of, of going in the you know in the laundry room and sm- choosing to smoke. Yeah. Right, Had a little toke. Yep, <laughs> <All right.
1: laughs> just a little scotch. My little laundry a room scotch of a toke.
0: Which, okay, you guys, there's something that cracks me up about this and lately I've been hearing myself talk about this how I went in the laundry room. So so if you live in an apartment, you know that you have this room, linen closet, laundry room, whatever, mm-hmm. and you close the door, but there's a, a like a vent yeah. that yeah. goes right into the hallway. <laughs> yep. So there is no
2: yeah, real hiding. Yeah, absolutely.
1: That reminds me of the story of a friend. Um, They had two young kids. Husband still smoked. She did not like it at all. So he used to go in the bathroom (laughs) and smoke and turn on the vent. The whole neighborhood smelled like weed. Yeah, yeah.
2: Not, not thinking it through. <laughs> Ironically, only removing the smell Busted. in your room.
1: In your space. Yeah, where
2: you're smoking. <laughs> when smart. she
1: told me that, I was laughing so hard. She goes, so old Mrs. 87-year-old so-and-so next door comes out. I was like, do we have skunks in the neighborhood? Yeah. Oh, yeah. good God. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh. yeah but I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I digress.
0: But it's so silly that that thought process of... Oh, well, it's not silly; it's asinine, really. Yes, I really thought that I was hiding. I was, you know, being mm-hmm. sneaky.
2: Yeah. Well, well, we talked about the bad toupee. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> right back to that. I mean, I like. I'm genuinely. I'm. Oh I'm my feeling god, myself. God. I'm believing it. You got to believe it. Like, right? It's like, dude, we all know <laughs> you are not fooling anybody.
0: Oh my god! No. Uh, so the gifts of recovery are you have a
1: cleaner house in most cases. Yep, definitely probably maybe get a little healthier start exercising more maybe maybe needing sugar for a while which definitely sure. happened with oh, me yeah. absolutely
2: you can't re- you can't remove all that you know <laughs> <laughs> ethanol water as far as alcoholism goes which is just pure sugar it's like yeah. caramelization and then you know sort of to deplete yourself from the sugar yeah. i mean Transition, You know?
1: Yeah. I've been on this health journey and I'm not doing sugar and I was talking to my health coach about it and I said, you know, I don't think I'm going to be able to go back because it's seriously for me, if I don't have the first one, I'm okay. Yeah. What does that sound like? Right, right. And she said, well, Lynn, when you're in the kitchen cooking, do you take a sip of the wine that you're cooking with? I'm like, well, no. She goes, no. There you go. Yeah. i like that was the simplest terms for me to go. Right. Oh yeah, that's that's how it's going to be. Now I can still choose to have a cookie, and then I will obsess right. the rest of the day because that's what happens. I obsess about it. It's mm. like I'm gonna have to I, like get up out of my bed and drive in the night to go get something. obsessed. Yeah. What does that sound like? Yeah. <laughs> Drugs, alcohol. Yeah. So that's my thing now that I get to I get to learn how to navigate.
0: So there's so many things that since you told me that, and since you've been doing this, that I have been trying to get my brain around how I would eliminate sugar and there's there are so many places in my life that I'm really frightened, but I also know that it's such a healthy choice. Mm-hmm. And of course I'm hearing TikToks about it and I'm seeing articles come up because of the phone and all the things. So you're and,
1: shooting yourself?
0: Well no, I'm I'm just I am looking at places where I get, where I will get to go, and I'm. When I quit smoking in recovery, it took me a minute. Mm-hmm. It took me a couple of years, three years. I don't know exactly how long, but I had to prepare myself. Mm-hmm. And I think that maybe this fits into this recovery, right. broad, broadening the term of recovery. I eliminated the one that made me want to commit suicide.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh, I still had the one that had me wanting to smoke, which was a long-term of that, right? But it took me a while, and I had to prepare myself, and I had to find um, other things to incorporate. And, And so it's just another version of that. But I give you major props for, I mean, it has been amazing to see you go through this journey.
1: Yeah, and it's been, well, very much like some serious self-discovery stuff. Um, And it's interesting... And I, I, sometimes I get a little weird and almost resentful about people going. God, you look so amazing! And I'm like, what, was that just a piece of shit before? <laughs> so I mean, great. seriously, you know. Right. So I have to do yeah. that. Your so hair looks
2: nice today. Well, thanks. What was it what like yesterday? yesterday? <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Was I, you know? Yeah. And, and I know I wasn't healthy and I didn't feel good. And I yeah. really did this when I got to this point where I reached out and I said, okay, I've got to do something. It was because I work with older adults that still have a wonderful, full, active life at 93, hmm. and that's what I want. Yeah. So so I knew I needed to do this, but that self-talk that can be, right. you know, beat you down still right. creeps in every now and then. Right. And it's it what's
2: the old ideas getting in the way of the new ideas. And yes. I think like, you know, when Vicki was talking about, you know, quitting smoking and that's something that has been something on my radar. I, I tried it at a year and a half of sobriety, had two yet. months. <laughs> I had no two months. I went to a steak dinner, right? Bam. I'm right there. And then once I started again and um, you know, I, I think that, recovery has allowed me to realize, like, I don't know what's possible. Like, I could be a vegan, you know, Mm -hmm. marathon running, uh, you know, I'm in person in a year from now.
0: Well, think about how much (laughs) you've changed already. Right, that's exactly. And that's what's so cool. When Mm -hmm. you actually take that measuring stick and you go back to where you were when you first came in, I never in a million years thought I could quit drinking, never in a million years thought I could quit smoking, smoking the other, you know, and now I can't even imagine that. Mm -hmm. It's not even, I I, I mean, and I know it's an option, which is why I continue to go to meetings and be in the, um, the recovery 12 step programs. However, it's just such a shift in who I am. Right. Right. In my being.
2: Right. Recovery is evolution. Yeah. Right, so, it's I mean, it's, it, right, it's, it's that just, just changing that life-saving part, like you talked about, not mm-hmm. wanting to die, mm-hmm. right, is that sort of we're, we just fixed the foundation of the building. Right, And that allows us to, like, now do some serious retrofitting, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? And And we talk
1: about that. It's like you do your foundation first and you've got your cornerstones, which you need to build your walls. And then you get the top part. You know, you get your walls and then you've got to have a roof to protect everything. That is this process. And that's what I learned in this health journey that I've been on. What was I using food and sugar for? Mm -hmm. Because that's dopamine Mm -hmm. and that's serotonin just like anything else. And I've used that my entire life. I remember when I was little, little, my mom saying, we're going to have to put you on a diet. You tell a seven-year-old that? Yeah. It fucks you up with your relationship with food. And now I do see it as fuel. And it's ironic that my job is to... (laughs) cook <laughs> food for people, and, and sometimes I'm like the weird uh, voyeur, <laughs> like, yeah. can I watch you eat All that? All right. Hey. <laughs> Will you look at me when you eat that cake? <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> I did that to one of the kids that works for us, you know, like, you know teenagers, yeah. Yeah. and it wasn't inappropriate, but I'm like, so are you going to have that, because we get cake for yeah. birthdays from Costco and it's moved, filled with chocolate mousse. and I said, are you going to have the cake? She's like, oh. I said, like, can I watch you eat it? <laughs> wow. That's great. <laughs> She's like, okay, weirdo. Yeah,
2: But...
0: I love that. <laughs> I, I never feel that way about watching somebody drink. Although smoking cigarettes, sometimes really? I see people
1: smoking, and I'm a little jealous. I don't like the smell of the smoke now, but I still love the smell of tobacco. Mm. Mm. And that goes back to my dad as a smoker, and I would sit on his lap, and he had T-shirts with the pockets, and he always had his pack of smokes in his pocket. Yeah. And when I would cuddle with him, that Aww. smell of the tobacco, and I think that's why that's so comforting mm. to me. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But broadening the, uh, one other thing I want to say about broadening the idea of uh, recovery, we are very blessed at this day and age, this time in our history, that there is not one size fits all. Right. And we are all in the 12-step program because that works for us. But there's so many different options out there. So people don't have to say, mm, that's not going to work for me because this is too right. much or this is too that. If you're willing and you're able and you're ready, you can find something that works and right. speaks to you because it doesn't have to be just one way.
2: Right.
0: No and not only are there many ways you can do many of them
2: mm-hmm. right. Right? right so
0: so what i feel like has happened in my recovery evolution is i've gone gotten taken different courses about different emotional intelligence i've done physical exercise in one way you've done your your health journey meditation and mm-hmm. what's really cool is that it doesn't have to be just one way, and I think for me, when I look at the world and I look at what's happening now, the uh, the you know one way black and white thinking, mm-hmm. right? And when when I started working with Dar and she introduced me to, there gets to be gray. Mm-hmm. this gets to be a uh, like a scale mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and when I think about that the the options just expand right? right so it's not i'm not in this one box because I went from one box into another box right and if i stayed in and in, in it so vigorously without options for other things i wouldn't grow into the person that i ha- have Evolved into, right. and there's always more, and that's the beauty. Right, are
1: you choking you up, up there, <coughs> bud? <laughs> 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 we got him over clips, he got, got scared up, of a monster the smoking thing. Dang it! Oh no, <laughs> Now we got him Jones Um, I was gonna say part of that too. Um, first of all, the 12 step program is still less than a century old, mm-hmm. and the foresight that those people had in those rooms right. in the ver- those two people with that one person and how that has been able to still be relevant today still blows my mind. I mean, right. completely blows my mind. And for so long, that was the only proven track record that worked to help people have a life that was bigger and juicy and wonderful and happy, joyous and free. And Now, I think part of it was probably social media that's helped to spread the word and get more people involved and get them engaged. That's why we're seeing that open up to all the different ideas of how you can recover if you want to have a life free of any kind of substance or any kind of personality thing or any kind of habit. It doesn't have to be just the 12 steps, although it does work for a lot of people and it has a proven track record. You know, it's not the only way. So I just wanted to say, I'm still so blown away by how they made that
2: happen. Yeah, well, I mean, it, I think it brings back the peer model, which is, you know, uh, self-help, right? Help yourself to another person, like mm-hmm. that a commonality, mm-hmm. you know, and that's where um, I was just reading, we're doing National Recovery Month in September, and so I was kind of looking, I was all... I, I, an alternative to Chat GBT, GPT was I was going <laughs> to write my own story for the newsletter, <laughs> oh. and so I was researching. I know it's still a thing we're doing, which is good, um, <laughs> writing ourselves, um, is is that they were talking about, you know, recovery, and and how re- and they didn't mention uh, the twelve step program first. They mentioned Native Americans, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I know I don't know if I mentioned that story before, but really that's that there's one of the origin ideas of one person helping another with uh, an addiction of some sorts Mm -hmm. um has been around for hundreds of years right and Mm -hmm. so this idea of how does one person help another not by telling them what to do but by demonstrating and that's it it's like you get it oh you get it well how'd you do it and Mm -hmm. then i'm not gonna just instruct you i'm doing it myself you know and that i think that that's when it comes down to, you know, the gym is an example of peer support, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, you, you have a spotter. Uh, you see other people using a machine you've never used. Mm-hmm. Um, there are classes, which is just like a meeting if you think about it. It's this, you know, this kind of idea of the we when we talked community. about in wellness, right? Yeah, yeah exactly.
0: Well, and, and I think the key word there is, support rather than help right right because when we're supporting we're we're simply together lifting our friend donna did this thing once at a meeting and i'll never forget it and she said okay everybody put two fingers underneath the table and everybody did it and there were probably about eight or ten of us and we were able to lift up the table together Mm -hmm. Right? And it's this thing of we don't have to carry it alone. Mm -hmm. And I think when I came in here, I can't speak for anyone else, but when I came in here, I was lonely in a crowded room in my head. I was just lonely, Mm -hmm. alone, and desperate. And the we part, the support that we all unconditionally give each other, is really what has worked in every aspect of my life.
1: Yeah, Especially, I mean, we all say this, there was no way I could see a life without alcohol. I just didn't believe it at all. But I saw these other people that were doing it. I'm like, yeah, but they didn't do what I did. They didn't have what I had. And then you hear the stories, and you're like, oh, shit, mine wasn't so bad. (laughs) Okay. So I think it's all of that kind of reinforcement. And, again, whatever journey you're on with uh, trying to be a little more peaceful, you know, I mean.
2: Right. And we can all use... A, a little more wellness. I mean, I, you know, mm-hmm. I've yet to meet a person, and i i mean, I'm not saying everybody is a mess, but that idea of when you know recovery gets even more broad, and it's not a terms of like life or death, but it's just a quality of life. And mm-hmm. I think that you yes. know, whether like the evolution of that being that your hobbies change over time. I mean, <laughs> I look at—you know—and I'm, I'm not even going to blame it on addiction, but like. What I did for a good time before, and and now like you know me and my Colombian exposition documentary with chocolate chip cookies and the dogs. I'm like this is raging. Do you, this have, is milk? Like, Do you yes, have milk? Yes, of course. Okay. Uh, okay, good. No such thing as cookies without milk. But but it's like that is my joint. That's my jam right there. Mm-hmm. And I think about uh, the contrast to. Um,
1: what the rager was before, right,
2: you know? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Bed at nine o'clock. Oh, uh, yeah. So great.
0: The,
1: the, the greatest gift. Yes. I was telling somebody the other day, I've gotten in a habit the last month or so on Sunday nights, cause I can only do it on Sunday, but on Sunday nights, I'm in bed by nine mm, yeah. 15. That is the greatest that gift I've given you. <laughs> and it's smart too. Yeah, if
2: you, if you work, uh, you know, we, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, it's yeah, start yeah. off on the right foot. Yep. Because the rest of the week, uh, shot, you know, all shots—you know—all bets are off. I never know what's going to happen.
0: So. All bets are off. Well, do you do you have any golden nuggets? I have a
1: couple. How about you?
2: Um, yeah, I'm probably going to steal one. I think we all wrote yeah, down at the same time. You go first. All right. Good. So, I mean, just right now, we just said support rather than help. Um, you know, I think just that—that that understanding of the—you um, know—we're I, 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 not instructing. We're not—we're uh, not teaching. We're in this together. Um, and I think that that's what you're reminding me of, too, which is like in meetings it's it's if you stick around long enough with a peer group, you're going to see people's lives change. We're not watching them not drinking or using. We're watching these development of character and of 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 peace or serenity or or you know the development in them. and then all of the benefits that come from doing the work on yourself, right? You know, Mm -hmm. and I I think that that alone is such an attractive thing that um, we kind of, I think uh, we get to realize like, oh man, I was selling myself short with my goal to be XYZ Mm -hmm. when there's a whole, how many other letters in the alphabet? So I I like that a lot. And then I liked, um, you know, just the, um, I like Vicky making it all about her. Speaking. Uh, of course, you
0: know, got to do that.
1: <laughs>
2: um,
1: Mark, what you said about hear what I listen with, and, you know, that changes minute by minute. Mm-hmm. What, what am I needing to be present for? You know, what, what's my, what am I needing right now? And just trying to be in the moment. And uh, Vicki, you had a couple of them that were awesome, but what really stuck out to me was when you were talking about uh, your process of quitting smoking, it's it's a process. You don't do everything all at once. And it, for whatever reason, it made me think about when you're in debt, you know, start with one thing and you work that and then you go to the next. And that's what you do. You start with that big boulder that's going to kill you. That's going to smash you right. into the wall. Yeah. Okay. So you get that boulder. <laughs> <laughs> I, <just couldn't... laughs> I was thinking like Roadrunner. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Wiley Coyote, you know, bless his heart. So it's a process, and, and you you don't have to, nor can you, do it all at once. So, you know, just pick away at it.
0: Yeah. And, and for me, there were two of them. Uh, one is this recovery is evolution, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't have to be uh, the pressure of having to change immediately is sometimes what kept me away from any kind of growth mm-hmm. and then demonstrating it I'm not, I'm not doing any I'm not asking someone to do anything I'm demonstrating what I do in my life so that I can be well and if you choose and that's what you're doing with your journey mm-hmm. and so that is such a gift this, this idea that we get to do it together it's right. it's and I think connection and community and I believe Brene Brown says something about you know, we're wired for connection. That's what we all crave. And and I think that there's magic in that. And those are mine. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Welcome to the
0: team, man. It's good to be here. How, you're you're wearing the craziest shirt I've ever seen in my life, <laughs> I think.
2: Yeah. yeah. So tell
0: me about this. There's hot dogs coming out of his No, eyeball. Relish.
2: Uh, <laughs> big shout out to Relish. They're a Chicago brand. But, um, a brand? Yeah. So mm-hmm. my brother, um, my kid brother, he, he sent me the coolest Christmas present, which he knows I love a few things in life, one of those being the Blackhawks and one of those being punk rock music. Mm-hmm. So he sent me a... One in a million T-shirt made by uh, this company Relish, and it was a skeleton like the Misfits logo, but mm-hmm. a Blackhawks T-shirt, and it just says Hawks. Oh, sweet! And so I got it, and I'm like, I look on the back, it says Relish brand, and I'm like, where did you find this? You know, and he's he's young, so he's like the internet, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, okay, I'm gonna check this whippersnapper what he found. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I looked up the brand and they had really, really, really cool stuff. And and then um, we were just at the uh, tattoo expo a few months ago and they mm-hmm. had a big booth. And so they grabbed me another shirt. But Lo yeah, and behold, oh, and I like kind of it, I it says it. relish, don't be
1: plain.
0: Don't um, be plain. And yeah, we're taking yeah. a picture of this. Yeah. This will cool. be on our uh, Instagram for sure. So for sure.
1: I'm, I'm having some serious jealousy. Yeah, it's it. pretty cool. Envy. I got envy going Christmas on. Christmas is coming up. <laughs> 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 all right, you all. Uh, you can check us out. Check out Instagram
0: at Telling On Ourselves,
1: or Facebook
0: at Telling On Ourselves, or what's the new one?
1: Oh, TikTok.
2: Yeah, yep. yeah. We're, we're, that's uh,
0: to be determined.
2: Yeah, TBD. TBD.
0: All right. Tribe out. Tribe out. Peace.